Hey guys, welcome to the John Olson Show. Today I have um, my guest host, or you're my you're a host, your co-host. That's what it is. Co-host. Yeah, I got a co-host. Hi, Heather. <laughs> How you doing? Sorry, Heather, I forgot what to call you. Too much coffee today. <laughs> and then I also have my special guest today is Mike Aiken. Hey, Mike. Hey. Hello, sir. How are you? Doing well. So uh, Mike is, uh, if you don't know uh, Mike, he's uh, a man around town. He's kind of been a big deal the last few years in Santee, last four or five years, right? I have. You have. Yeah, you're kind of everywhere. Well, yeah, well, I'm retired. I, he, he's, I have time. Yeah, he's a humble guy. So, uh, Mike, you're a director over at Carlton Oaks, right? Yes, sir. Okay. And how long have you been directing at Carlton Oaks? Uh, since I retired from the police department, which is coming up on five years, actually. Well, I can't believe it's been that long. I looked at the calendar the other day, and I'll be five years in July. Yeah, it's kind of wow. crazy. Wow. Yeah. Well, congratulations on your uh, fifth anniversary of retirement. Yeah, almost. And you're probably working harder um, for Carlton Oaks than you did as a cop. No offense. Yeah, busy yeah. retirement. I work pretty hard as a cop. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, Mike, stay busy. I just... Was just uh, talking about the kind of stuff that you do in town. You're involved in the Santee Chamber of Commerce. You're involved in the Santee Lakeside Rotary. Uh, you're also um, sit on a lot of committees in town. So you're kind of a busy guy. Yep, I stand definitely staying busy. Um, yeah, the community policing committee. I sit on that. We actually had a meeting yesterday. At oh, okay. At City Hall, and that's uh, for the city of Santee, the community police action committee. Correct. Gotcha. And, and what kind of things do you guys talk about? Well, the thing I brought up yesterday was the uh, the homeless count, because I know that's always a, a topic of uh, uh, a lot of people are concerned about the homeless activity in, in town. And I know that the golf course, we we have a lot of interactions with homeless, and then we've had a lot of fires adjacent to the course that, damp, that really endanger the course and the surrounding neighborhoods that are often associated with homeless activity along the riverbed. So I asked about the... Um, the point in time census count, they do an annual count right. to see what the activity levels are because um, the previous year um, the count had showed that the the unsheltered homeless population, which are- Which is what we traditionally think of as a homeless person, right? Correct. Yeah, Because they break it down to like the people that are homeless that live on somebody's couch or in a shelter and then the other group that lives on the streets. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, and the, the previous year- it had almost the population had almost doubled from the pre from the year before. So I was kind of just curious to see how this year's count will be, but we didn't, apparently the count was just done a week or two back. So hopefully next by next month's meeting, we'll have some, some facts to work with. Yeah. Okay. So being over at Carlton Oaks, what's your gut feeling on that? Do you think it's gone up or down? What what are the odds? I don't know. I, I, sometimes there's a lot of activity and sometimes there's not, uh, I'm seeing like a new group of homeless folks in town. Yes, yes, I noticed that too. Yeah, yeah. I noticed a new large encampment um, just off Carlton Hills. There's a big blue tarp over there on the west side of Carlton Hills. On the correct on the west side of Carlton Hills. Yeah, between the golf course and Carlton Hills, and the, that little trail that goes there it kind of stops. Yeah, and there's mm -hmm. a gate that you can that they keep putting a lock on, and then they keep cutting it, and, and the poor city. The city staff keep trying to secure it, and it just keeps, they keep cutting it open. Yeah, it must be some cool camping back there, I guess. But I know there was a fire. I talked to the sheriff's lieutenant yesterday at the meeting, uh, just before the meeting started, and he mentioned that there was a fire last week, or within the last within the last week, that was uh, also affiliated with homeless activity. Fortunately, it's really the, it's 
you know, we've had a lot of moisture and rain, so the the well, the fires don't usually take off. They, right? There's a lot of that's going to be fuel for the spring. Correct. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I worry about all this rain will make. Yeah, the spring and next summer will be uh, when it dries out. That's when it's going to be really worrisome. Well, what's the course look like with all this rain? Believe it or not, the course is as green as I've ever seen it this time of year. Normally yeah. in the wintertime, January, February, our fairways, which are Bermuda grass, go dormant. So they turn brown. And then the, sometimes they flood, right? Well, we, in, yeah, we did, in, have a, we did have a flooding uh, incident uh, what, last month. and um, But a lot of rain, it's greened up amazing. Looks great, huh? Yeah. And awesome. luckily from that, it's going to, we obviously we're kind of in the river, river bed area. So we're going to have floods from time to time. And... Fortunately, this one, we didn't really uh, sustain any real damage to the course or um, and once the water goes away, it just everything's pretty it's green. Kind of rake up the leaves and the dead grass and other. Yeah, some, sometimes we get a lot of silt that comes downstream and um, other debris that gets deposited. But sure. this, this one was actually a, a lot milder um, than previous ones. Good. Oh, that's good. Hopefully the, uh, the weather, you know, we get enough rain to, to just a good healthy soaking. Yes. But not, uh, the craziness that the the night before last, it rained overnight. I think on this was a Super Bowl Sunday night. It rained overnight and yeah, and we're getting a little rain today. So the golf course is a little bit slower. Fortunately, we live in Southern California. So golfers can choose to play in the, they can wait a day and play in the sun. Oh yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. If you grew up in, um, I know I lived in Washington state the last year I was in the Navy and it rained all the time up there, but people wanted to golf. They just went golfing in Seattle. Just, in their, in, yeah, yeah, I was in a, in the Navy base in Bremerton. Yeah. Okay, cool. Okay. So, um, let's see. We also, we talked about compact about, what about the chamber of commerce? What's the chamber of commerce doing these days? Uh, chamber of commerce has got a lot of stuff going on. We had a cool, um, Business after five mixer last week over at Jimmy's restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a good opportunity for people to come out and meet other people in the community, meet business, business mixer of sorts. We have a monthly coffee mixer called the morning buzz that they, that they have right, right across the street over here at the coffee corner over by home Depot and, and, uh, about uh choose Raymond's and right. Choose. Over by, mm-hmm. Yeah. Over by the new Raymond's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So do you have to um, be a part of the chamber to, no, oh, everybody's welcome. Yeah. So you can go just, it's just coffee at the morning buzz. Yeah. And then uh, a mixer. You don't have to be a member, but, you know, just come meet some folks and, and uh, you know. What are the benefits of becoming a member of the chamber? Well, you get to, you know, a lot of. Mike didn't know there's going to be a test today. I didn't know there's going to be a test. <laughs> well, we're to promote, you know, business at businesses in, within the community. And um, we're having our business awards uh, night coming up. And is it next month, John? Yeah. Uh, I think that's in March on the yeah, 16th. Yeah, that's a, that's a cool thing. So you probably saw the Santee favorites. Uh, yeah, they had like a like a survey that went out and you voted for the your favorite restaurant or, or business in town. Yep. And, yeah. and then that'll be held at Saquon uh, in, in March. Yeah, that's a really cool event. If you haven't been to that, um, you, you should give it a shot because there's a lot of people, not just the local um, politicians, but you get some state and fed federal po- politicians or representatives at least to show up and and gives you a, a chance to to see everybody in town all at once. So if you if you uh, have a special need, you know, like you want to get a variant, so you can <laughs> put an ADU in, you know, that's yeah, a who's who shows up to that one. Uh, but one of the one I'm the most excited about is coming up in April. It's a, a Thursday night. It's the Heroes Luncheon, which will be actually held at Carlton Oaks, and that's where we honor the you know teacher of the year the um, like the fireman, of fireman the year. year, police officer of the year, or the sheriff's deputy of the year, um, uh, Rotarian of the year, 
Yeah, all the community oh, awards are yeah. on that. It's a it's a night, right? It's not a, a luncheon anymore. It, it's a dinner. Correct. It used to be a, a luncheon, or it had been a luncheon for some years, but it's it's back to a dinner event this year. Um, and and that, you guys are hosting that at Carlton Oaks, right? Correct. On a, I believe it's Thursday, April twenty seventh. Okay, good deal. So uh, let's see. One of the other groups that you're involved with is the uh, Santee Lakeside Rotary. Santee Lakeside Rotary. Do you guys still do dictionaries? Dictionaries? Oh, okay. Maybe. Maybe no, that, that was before that, my time. Yeah, back in the day, no. they, they used to do dictionaries for the um, the kids in the Santee and Lakeside School District, but apparently um, everyone has a phone now. Everyone so. has an iPhone now, yeah. yeah. so they used to get little pocket Webster dictionaries. You remember when we were kids, it, the, the, you'd buy those dictionary sets? There was actually salesmen went kind of yeah. door-to-door selling these dictionary sets. Yeah, the dictionaries yeah. and the encyclopedias, Encyclopedias, right? yeah. Yeah, did you have some encyclopedias, Heather? I did. What kind did you have? I, um, the Britannica. Oh, those, and those I used awesome. to like lay down on the floor and just look through them for hours. Yeah. And hours. So, so those of you under 40, um, <laughs> encyclopedias were what we did before Google. So if you wanted to figure something out, you had to go to an encyclopedia. Yep. And then, uh, every year those books got older and technology and things changed. So then you had to get the, uh, the, the annual update. So you had to cross reference it, look at the, what they said before and then double check to make sure it didn't change. Yeah, we had another we had another big set of books that were all about animals. I remember my mom got us, and that was I would lay on the floor and just yeah. look through. And it was it was probably four feet long. Is it like a? They were all alphabetical mm-hmm. animals by A B, and it was just huge book set all about animals. Uh, you know, I was a big fan of the popular mechanics encyclopedia, and um, my mom got them from the green stamp thing that you used to do at the grocery store. You get the little oh, green yeah. stamps, grocery stamps, and, yeah. Or you would go in and you buy a certain number of. Uh, amount of groceries or, you know, and you get like this book from, from that whole set. Um, it, marketing and retail was weird back in the day now that I think about it. But anyway, so yeah, that was my yeah. thing. I, I used to love those, how, how everything worked. Hey, you so, know, one more thing about that I wanted to mention about the uh, chamber that's coming up this year. It's, it's a new event uh, that uh, Daniel, Daniel Bucks is kind of spearheading. Oh, we that guy. Yeah, yeah. Daniel's, Daniel's a man around town. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Apparently, he and uh, Councilman Rob McNellis came up with the idea. Uh, to, it's called Party with a Purpose, and it's going to be, we believe, going to be held at the Sportsplex in probably November. Yeah, December it sounds time. like it's like in the like the beginning phases of of getting put together, right? Yeah, it's early, but um, the the cool thing is they're going to try and raise money to get ten two thousand dollars scholarships for um, with five going to Santana. Uh, high school and five going to West Hills High School for graduating seniors that aren't going to college but are want to go to a trade school. Well, I think cool. that's a, just a tremendous idea. Yeah, because yeah. a, a lot of kids, you know, they want to go to work, they want to do something different, and college isn't for everybody. So, yeah, I think that'll be a good thing. So, yeah. hopefully, we can get some information and and, and get those boys on here uh, as it gets a little closer, so we can get some sponsors and some people to attend. Well, yeah. trade school is so important. I mean, my I personally went to trade school for cosmetology back mm-hmm. in the day when it was ROP mm-hmm. and you didn't have to pay for it. But mm-hmm. now um, I'm hearing that cosmetology school, welding school, electrician, very, very expensive, even though it's such a good investment for people in their future to be able to come out. And when you're graduating, able to actually do a job and oh, make yeah. money. Yeah, a lot of the manufacturers uh, in the East County um, are saying that there's there's a disconnect between uh, how we educate our kids and and what they can do after they graduate. Right? They they used to come out of Santana and El Cap 
and they could go work at one of the, the facilities in East County welding something or putting something together or fixing something, but they don't usually leave with those skills anymore. And so they don't have, there's like a, a we're missing a whole bunch of people with, with uh, trade skills that could, you know, go to work right away. And they usually have to go to college now to get those skills or a trade school. Now I'm not sure if, do they still teach? Like when I, when you and I went to high school in the, in the eighties, um, I had I had metal shop. I had a wood. Sh- I had different shop classes. A metal shop class. They they do we some of those basic things. welding and making things. And we also had a wood shop one. Then I had one where we actually took apart engines and rebuilt. Like a, I remember having to get one of the neighbors to get, let us steal his lawnmower. Not steal his lawnmower. He yeah. donated the lawnmower for us to do a re up a, re- a rebuild on it. So he ended up getting a refurbished lawnmower at the end. But that was neat. Yeah, I don't think they do as many of those kinds of classes um, that they, because when I was at uh, taking industrial design, so it's basically drafting, and my teacher, Mr. Lobb at, at Santana, wasn't a teacher, but he was part of the, uh, right now they call it career technical education, but they used to call it a regional occupational something. The ROP, right? Yeah. That was our, that was, yeah, that was the ROP program. Yeah. And so he had... Um, the drafting class. And so I took all of the drafting classes they had at Santana, but it was right next to the plastics class. So you could, you know, learn about uh, making fiberglass and bending plastic and, right. and, and making things out of molds. They had an auto right next to the auto body class where my parents didn't change oil for like mm-hmm. the four years. My is, brother was is in that school. still there. I don't know. If that's still there. Uh, I don't know. A lot of Some times of those classes get replaced with uh, classes like coding right. and other computer 3d design where they're making things out of, okay. uh, yeah. Uh, that are more computer-based classes. Yeah, I know Santana mm. right now uh, is pushing engineering, and they have a culinary school, and I couldn't tell you what they do at West Hills. But the, as far as welding, you have to go to uh, El Cajon Valley for that. I'll tell you what, one of the things on Rotary that I get to do is uh, sit in on some scholarship interviews with um, with you know high school students, and I, the last couple of years, I'm real impressed with some of these kids coming out of, coming out of high school. Oh, isn't it crazy? So it's, yeah. yeah. It's... Uh, they were so much more advanced, uh, yeah, the, ready to ready to enter the world than I was at that age. The youth uh, today generally gets gets the short end of the stick, and people like to make fun of you know millennials and you know you're so young back in my day stuff. But it's really impressive to me how uh, well put together a lot of these kids are, and, and you know there's always uh, good kids and kids that need improvement. And I think there's you know we have to look yeah. at be grateful for the kids that are coming out. I mean, like your daughter. Heather? Yes. Bella, she's a good kid. She is. Yeah, she, She's um, going to nursing school, right? She is. She's in Point Loma, and she's uh, doing the nursing program there. She did receive one of these kind of scholarships, which was super helpful, of course. Um, she received one from the Santee Fire Department. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So, I mean, I believe it's very important that we um, provide these kind of opportunities because, I mean, not everybody can afford college and you know how far they're going or what direction they're going is always helpful. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good thing. So Mike, you, thanks for all the stuff that you do uh, as a, as a police officer. Thanks for all the stuff you do uh, at Carlton Oaks and, and with all the community groups in town. And um, 
you know, if you need any uh, help with anything, getting this stuff off the ground, just let Heather know. She'll uh, she'll help out. <laughs> she'll volunteer to get I you. I need to see Heather soon for my haircut. She, oh, yeah, she, she, I was she, looking at that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're both a little shaggy today. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks again for coming in, Mike. And um, as always, uh, best of luck over there with Carlton Oaks and, and uh, the redevelopment that they got going on over there. Yep, we're still pushing along with that. Um, it's, it's a long process, but we're still trucking right along on it. Yeah, you know, we're so short in San Diego County. I, I saw a stat yesterday that uh, said that in January of 2023, we were almost 2,000 um, houses short from the year, the previous year of homes available to purchase. Oh, really? Yeah, so January over January. So that's kind of a scary thing. Well, I believe the, I believe our count will be somewhere in the 242 homes. Sure. Kind of split between both ends, if, if I recall the number correctly. So Yeah, it kind of fluctuates as they change the design. And, yeah. Yeah. But it's gonna be, it'll be exciting. A brand new, shiny new golf course with a new new uh, hotel and, you know, banquet facility, restaurant. And it'll be good. It, it's a good thing for Santee. It'll be know. great for Santee. It'll be great yeah. for Santee. What, um, I have a question. Are you guys offering any kind of camps or... Things for the kids. We have a junior a junior camp or junior uh, program going. That our head pro Paul Mernicki is running. I don't have all the information right in front of me, but I did look at the flyer this morning in the pro <laughs> shop, and I should have jotted down the details. But uh, that's yeah, all right. if you, you, you got a young website, kid, right? want, yeah. So stop. you just call or what? what you yeah, do? you just call over there, and, and Paul can help set it up. Gotcha, and that's like a youth camp. It's or? pretty neat. Yeah, well, he's he's real active with a lot of the young young kids in the area, and it's neat to see the growing the game, seeing a lot of the younger. Younger kids. Uh, in fact, high school boys' high school uh, tryouts are happening right now. The coaches from Santana were over there yesterday, and I think uh, West Hills might be there today. So it's good to see the kids involved. Yeah, we were talking. Uh, Gene and I were talking about uh, our friend who moved away, and uh, their son used to live down the street from you, and Andy, and he's uh, doing a little bit of golfing these days as a, a graduate of college and golf through college, and and now he's. Uh, on some kind of tour golfing and he used to mow my daughter's lawn oh. around the corner from him. Awesome. Well, our, our pro, uh, Paul Mernicke's son, Daniel is, uh, just placed real high in, in a, a corn ferry, which is a PGA tour okay. event in the Bahamas a couple weeks ago. So that was real, real exciting to see, uh, see the local guy doing well. Yeah. It's kind of cool. Yeah. It, it's neat. I, someday it would be neat if somebody got together and figured out, uh, you know, people of influence around the around the the country that came from Santee. I mean, they're they're more than just. Uh, I mean, Steven Strasberg and some other folks. Oh yeah, it would be neat to see uh, maybe like a Walk of Fame somewhere in one of the new uh, grocery stores or something. You know? I like it. Yeah, they have that in El Cajon. It's kind of, or uh, uh, in Lind, uh, La Mesa. That's where I was recently. Oh good. Yeah, it's kind of neat. you ever seen that little Walk of Fame between the parking lot and the, no, but I, but I'd like to see it. Yeah. yeah. Well, Heather, when you and Andy go to the village. Yeah, there's some little stars on the ground. You can. Oh, is it by the village over there? Yeah, it's in okay. the village. Yeah, there's some stars, and you have to look those folks up to see who they are because they've been around for a while. Very cool. Anyways, so thanks, guys, uh, for coming in today. Thanks for listening, um, and we will see you guys soon.